0: Good morning, fellow Gunners. Welcome to another episode of Canada Cameo's morning, of course as usual, Aiden. How did guys
1: Arsenal take on Nottingham Forest? And also we discussed the game against Fulham. It's... I mean I'm not Nottingham like Forest, Crystal <laughs> Palace, sorry.
0: Jesus Christ, I thought I was still, you know, days on this morning waking up. Uh yeah. Always a tough match to go to Selhurst Park. Uh, you know, going back now, decades. I mean, I'm just thinking of even in like you know seasons like 1991 going then you think you know we're so ready with it and then you come away there like with a zero zero or something like that but i mean Arsenal, you know going into this game with um party uh white uh, sadiba and Tomiyasu making up the back five um in midfield we had Havertz, odegaard and rice and then you know uh they'll be now probably not trying to pull the strings while we in that middle of the park battle and then up front, we had uh, Martinelli, Nketia and Saka to lead the line. What was your thoughts of the, like, you know, Arteta going again? Same formation. It's like, you know, kind of, because look, you, you can also pick up, I don't know if you notice also the undertones of the fan base. They're also not, they're like, okay, They okay, they're tolerating it, but they're also not happy with it because there's no, you know, that, that, that dynamism or, or bit fluidity in the game with us. I mean, maybe we, you know, gearing up to it eventually after a of game.
1: No, that is true, you know, that, that, that fluid game we were playing last season and I still I still felt like, um, you know, as we'll get into it still, but like I felt like we regressed performance-wise from last season. Just the, the manner in which we were playing and dominating the game because, you know, like you said, this formation at the moment, I don't know what it's trying to do, what it's trying to get, but we're not dominating the midfield with this formation.
0: But look, again, I know you might two scenes worth of it. Yeah, I mean, go, maybe do it in depth, say, say post podcast or, uh, in the talking point section. But do you sometimes think now they, um, swapping that, what you just spoke about for on more uh, controlled, even like, you know, in the, in the, sometimes where people also say, Man City can be boring, but they're still going to get the game over the line without breaking a sweat. Do you feel maybe it could be something down that line?
1: But the thing is, if you're going to do something like that, you need to to be getting more than the odd goal in the game. You need to be like, you know, maybe get quick two goals, three goals. I mean, if we do something like that, yeah. you know, you need to have that buffer. And then if, if we, you know, something like that, we walk away, you know, three nil winners, compare, or two nil winners even, but a comfortable two nil compared to, you know, the Nottingham Palace game where we win, you know, 2-1. Or even, you know, that change of last season where we had two-goal lead. And I was like, you just take the foot of the pedal, but you're not dominating that game still. And I yep. think that's my biggest worry at the moment.
0: Yeah, but I mean, look, that took last season um, for Man City. <coughs> also, a penalty to win that game, to break the deadlock in that match. No, so, that's I am mean, just saying, uh, it can also play out, you know, in that way. Because I was in a way, you know, going down your route but then when one of these pundits is on TV, but yeah, it took Man City uh, like a dubious penalty to actually see Palace off in that game. And it's actually crazy. Yeah. Uh, with We with, with. always see Palace struggles, and yet you look at their own performance, and sometimes they can be like a tough nut to crack, and yet they're always struggling every season.
1: Yeah, I know Palace, for me, I think they, they're a very dangerous team, and I think the commentator mentioned in that game, all the time, I was like, "We have got balance to do that the attacking side of the game and improving on it, making more dangerous attacking wise." And then you look at at at, at, at the odds and again, who like you know loves that defensive defensive type of play when you play. So I don't know, the combination of, of 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 playing. It's it's as improved, you know. They they have a decent balance of defense and attack and playing under lights. Uh, at, at Salah's Park I mean it's always a vibe there so it's a, not the easy place to go and play under lights on a Monday night
0: yeah so Edmund um, Ketty kicks the game off uh, also go immediately into a sort of attack mode then second minute Howard finds Martinelli but um, the Brazilian takes him like way too long to you know make up his mind whether to shoot or cross and every other time he uh, you know decides to you not know, shoot he's already closed down by like three players and uh by the time it, he does get the shot off, gay ends up, you know, blocking the ball, charging the ball down. The ball ends up spilling to Saka, who also more slashes at the ball and, and and you know being composed. And he ends up slashing the ball into another player for the ball to bounce away for a corner.
1: Yeah, I know that. that was a good, you know, good start to the game, showing that you know, we're not going to allow Palace to off <laughs> on
0: the game. Yeah, but I mean. Again is that that indecisiveness. That it's like creeping into our game. Because I mean look at that that Forest game also where you could do or you would have thought we're gonna, you know, absolutely blow them away the, the sort of first 10, 15 minutes the way the Arsenal start. And then it's what you said now again that that, that I don't know what it's so difficult to explain, but at that way you just see them like slowly take their foot off the, the pedal and then I think it was just, I mean that is not how you you gonna you know, developing
1: to champions, if that's going to be your mindset every week. You know, you spot on there. And like you said, you can't almost put your finger on it, but when you're watching the game, you're not happy. It's like, you know, you can't say, like, yeah. oh, we're not defending well, we're not attacking well. It's just you're watching the game and like, you know, you're asking yourself, I ah, know this is not, you know, I'm not happy with this performance. But like you said, you know, maybe we must still feel our way into this new setup that we have because, you know, a lot has changed with Shaka leaving and coming in. You know, this, that, and the other. My playing in the center of the park also. But I mean, um, you know, last season in the especially the start of the season, uh, eh, you would walk you would walk out the out of a Arsenal game, we were like after 90 minutes and you'd go like, Oh, you know, that's entertaining. You know, yeah. I enjoyed that. You know, we dominated, we got goals. But like like you said, okay, yes, we're two games in, but so far you've just watched the game and be like, Ah, you know, we we, we 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 don't look we, we I can't like you can't put the finger on it you can't say oh we're not fit enough we're not doing this enough but it's just, it's, just we're just not
0: happy yet yeah because I mean I look do you remember I was already uh, having a wine by you the other day where uh, where I said like after it was like after could be after hour or two, where I said why couldn't we just that, you know get a right back play a right back with a left back yeah with a left back slot because. It's like a, a certain game. Like that. you don't need to try the new experiments now. You go because I, I think we would actually hurt Palace more if we'd gone uh, in a more traditionally of the uh, tactics and formation.
1: Yeah, even if we did your with Ben White and right back um, Gabriel and uh, and and Zaliba and you sent the back party and yep. Rice in the middle, like to dominate the middle, which they would do, left, but again. Um, I don't know if if, if, if had tried that, I think it was against United in the in the friendly and, I don't know, party in the maybe didn't work out for him. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So, I don't know.
0: So, uh, there came the point in the match where, you know, excellent in the first half, Jordan Ayew ends up skinning Tomiyasu and then whoops the ball across the box. The Ramsel comes out. Almost like, CZ he can't let it catch the ball because there's so many bodies around and parries the ball. And the ball, of course, goes straight to Eze, but he ends up, as he's lining up to shoot, he ends up slipping with the ball at his feet. And Ben White, you know, manages to uh, dispossess him and run away and clear the ball.
1: I think they started uh, bringing um, the fans more into the game. And uh, and even Christian Palace seemed on the up after this.
0: Yeah. Then Jeffrey Schlup ends up sending Edward clear with a fantastic through ball. Ben White ends up stepping in to clear the danger. And I mean, look, you remember I've been complaining also sometimes about Ben White's awareness the last few matches, like whether it's from the pre-season to now. But I mean, he actually did a lot of work in that first stage of this game.
1: Yeah, I know. He, he seems quite sure at centre-back as well. It's, it's a good sign, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah. we have we have him. Um, you know, unfortunately, we don't have Timber much anymore, but I mean, we had him. Saliba, Gabriel, and even Kivio. So it's like your, your centre-back defence is more or less sorted. But like you said, good, assured performance by Ben White.
0: Yeah. Then uh, during the ninth-minute soccer, this, this was Shroop. Uh, he then feeds the botan, Ketia, and Ketia ends up getting to the Palace box. Like under, uh, you know, quite heavy challenges of, uh, I don't know who those, I think one was Mitchell and one was, I think, Gay. I think. But, I mean, he manages to hold them both off, gets a shot off by the ball into the base of the post.
1: Yeah, I, I was hoping he was going to finish that. You know, those are the chances you, you need to finish. I mean, you know, that's, that's going to be vital for Arsenal.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, a few minutes later again, Ketje again gets him gets onto a fantastic position in the Palace box. This time, again, he's almost like unnerved by the advancing Johnson in in the Palace goal. And instead of, you know, like picking a spot, he ends up trying to scoop the ball over, but I mean, the ball
1: goes way wide. That should have been 2-0. Those two clear-cut chances that, uh, uh, you know, no offense, you know, I know Nketiah's been working hard. He's off the ball. Work has been, you know, yeah. quite phenomenal. But that's that should be 2-0 to Arsenal in a very hostile environment against Crystal Palace. Um, you know, you need to be putting those chances away
0: exactly i mean i think that's the way that you saw some criticism being made at, at the halftime break amongst the the pundits that were doing the match saying like you know this is a sort of game where it's going to be probably on a knife edge the way this game is going to sway and then yeah you end up with two guilty chances and you kind of fluff it
1: yeah i know and you wonder and and i, I only ask you this question also. Gabriel Jesus, you put that to to him. Does he also maybe make a meal of it? I
0: think he messes that was as well. Huh? Yeah. Because I, I, I just think. I mean, I'm, it's actually good you brought up this point because I heard. I think it was Ars blogging who were, were talking about that very thing. because... It's like he's almost over. Like Jesus, he also overcomplicates things when he was just, you know, like a simple finish. Like we're not looking for something spectacular. But it's not like he, he tries, when, when the game still, you know, still, no, no, you know, he tries to do something was totally unnecessary. And I think, yes, I think URF Fluff those chances as well.
1: Yeah, so, so those are things that we need to look out for, that the, the <coughs> importance of actually having a proper striker. Not a pro, not proper strikers, but like went to Erling Haaland,
0: you probably 2-0 down. Then yeah, and he probably humiliates you with probably a simple finish hole a nutmeg or something like that. So we wanted the second half. Arsenal need to show, you know, a bit more tenacity. Uh parrots come out looking, you know, more adventurous as well, because I think they were playing the cautious game first the, the first half. But I mean now they're now starting, you know, open the game and the game you can see is like starting to be more expensive now. So 51st minute Arsenal take a a quick free kick. I mean out it even got me somewhat out as well. And the yeah. ends off the defender and he ends up getting ahead of Johnson in the Palace goal but gives Clipper the, the keeper penalty. Ah, uh, do you mean, <laughs> immediately stonewall penalty. Yeah, I mean, and it's not that... that, that. So, you know, the that cheap Vardy ones that he's dragging his foot or whatever, I mean, you can see he's trying to... I mean, of course, he's taking the ball wide of the keeper. He's also going probably nowhere, but... Just
1: that momentum and the speed that he's going to like any little contact from the keeper is going to send him flying. Yeah, I know. I was a bit nervous because I've been, you know, Saka's penalties of late haven't been, you know, the yeah, yeah, yeah. penalties. And you know, I was just oh, like, you know, I'm feeling too confident. I was, I was, I was hoping they do, you know, in the NFL when they're putting on a kicker. I thought, you know, maybe he's putting on Jorginho for his hop-skipping he can go off again afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was preparing myself for Saka, you know, taking the penalty. But then when I saw Martin Odegaard you know, taking the ball
0: from him, I was thinking, what the hell is going on? I don't know how you thought. No, because I just thought it was like in that game where, uh, what played out that game where, um, uh, what was it, where Chelsea played last season, where I, spoke, I spoke, like, they with the ball in his hands and then he got surrounded by the army. Of the opponent's players. And then right before the penalty he gets taken, he throws the ball to Albert to take it. And that's something that Saka did the minute. He got surrounded by that how many uh palace guys close to the, the point where the ref was ready in the box. Then he tossed the ball over to Odegaard. But I mean Odegaard stepped up and dispatched the ball perfectly and we got one. Oh hole.
1: it was a top, top penalty. I was like, Wow, seeing the keeper the wrong way and the bottom corner. You know, yeah. it's becoming
0: a true true leader for 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 us you know? yeah i mean true because i mean it, it just shows you also you could see in his mind that he probably wanted the ball Like right? you know that that's a sort of uh, positivity is like flowing uh, through 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 even at the moment then uh 67th minute almost like a culmination of something that happened in the uh, seven minutes prior to that we uh tom is getting a yellow card for what was more time wasting by Havertz a win. <coughs> Excuse me. And then seven minutes later, Tommy has to barely touches IU on the back, but you goes down like a sack of potatoes. And of course the refer judges that to be the second yellow and he sees or oh, he gets his marching orders and arsenal down to ten men.
1: What I don't get is a eh? VRR is to do this and that and I know they said VR doesn't check yellow cards because only straight red cards but surely you check something like this if it it should be a yellow card at least with a with a a decision so big that it becomes a red card I mean it, it doesn't make sense I mean now you're telling me somebody can dive basically and and um you know, they cause a red card to, a yellow second, yellow to happen, and then there's a red card, and you're going to allow that because of VAR. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you're quick to choke off so, so so many yeah. silly things, but I mean, I mean, Arsenal getting 9-10, men. And I mean, for some reason, I don't know if you've taken note of this, there's been a heck of a lot of red cards in, in football, you know, since the season started. Yeah. But I
0: mean, you know, the other thing that boggled my mind again, Aiden was, uh, if you're gonna give somebody a yellow for time wasting, then why are you adding in all the time on at the end of the game?
1: Yes, because I didn't even know Tommy also got the second yellow to be honest.
0: But because I mean, isn't that the punishment that you're gonna get? I was like, the game is getting dragged on at the end of it,
1: yes, I don't, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> the first time I saw time wasting be booked for in a while, so early on in the game, also, yeah, so. Oh.
0: Yeah, we then of course started the rallying the troops kind of uh but i mean i think that is where uh the the, the first part i mean I, it was really frustrating well uh, you know when we're now closing in on on, on the, the 80th minute because Arsenal did make a few changes but it wasn't really you know it was not really stemming the flow because yes he took our, uh took um martinelli off to bring on gabriel <clears throat> but it was like we kept holding at bay but it's like you can only keep them, you know, at bay for so long. But I mean, for me, the Masters throw came in the 79th minute when he brought on uh, Jorginho. And then like actually nine minutes later, he brought on Sinchenko and Kivio. And I mean, for me, then only Arsenal sort of looked like they were, you know, uh, controlling the game, even with um, a man yeah
1: Yeah, there you saw um, something probably did the train in the training ground, you know, going there with 10 men. And uh, we just see a game how, you know, towards the end of the game, how they just kind of went towards full-on defensive players, you could say, and just kind of sorted the game out. You know, just using Havertz as the the focal point, you know, just to kind of, you know, hold the ball when you could. And it was a good good tactic from did, from But still, you know, we could have easily been 3-0 up. And I don't know if your heart keep to Beatles so or when... That um,
0: potential penalty almost happened. No, no, the penalty was fine. because He did that same thing that Victor Moses did in that FA Cup final for Chelsea against Arsenal. But he was on the golf looking for Oxford chamberlains leg to fall over. And he just pulled his leg away. And Thomas Party did roughly the same thing in that match where the minute he saw Eze is going to come, like, you know, looking for the penalty, he pulled his leg away. So it made it even look worse when you saw another slow motion of what he was uh, actually trying. I think that the moment that had got me with my uh, heart in my throat was there yeah, right at the death, I think, where Ramsell kind of fumbles the ball, but Tarek Mitchell ends up coming from, you know, almost like bombing down the left flank. And I think a more composed guy can probably shoot at the empty goal, but he ends up just blasting the ball into the crowd, and I think that was that he was. I remember that goal. I think my eyes also became <coughs> yeah, so serious
1: so, almost. So, so, so. I, mean, I just saw him lining up, but like you said, he never got over the ball. He kind of just scuffed his shot and off it went into the crowd.
0: Yeah, the Arsenal hold up to the three points, and I mean, that's two wins out of two.
1: Yeah, two wins out of two, but, you know, you know we haven't had a game yet, in you know, where we, we could write home about, but that's obviously because, you know, for our first three games of last season, you know, we won 2-0, 4-2, and 3-0.
0: Yeah, I think today, like as we move on to the next fixture, Arsenal was full of at the evidence. I think it's another, uh, you know, sort of test for Arsenal. And I mean, for me, also, exodus of of. Um, uh, I was actually shocked like seeing the single exodus of of uh, players that that uh, have now left Fulham because uh, Mitrovic is now gone already. Uh, Cavallaro has left. That Cabano, who's always used to give use us problems on the wings, he's gone. Joe Bryan is gone, Shane Duffy is gone, and cousin Cazaniga is also gone. Where's all these guys going? To Saudi or just... Uh, some, well, some went to like the media. Just is Mitrovic, which went to Saudi Arabia. And then, I mean, like the income is also currently had my, you know, eyebrows raised. Um, because in came uh, Adama Traore on a free transfer.
1: Yeah, uh, that's a good timing.
0: Calvin Bessie from Ajax. So, i mean a lot is now expected of the two of them i mean i don't know if Travor has not got minutes in his legs at the end of the play so i don't know and i think like with arsenal again it's going to also be another test under you know marcus silver because he's always full of surprises whenever he brings his teams to the emirates
1: the thing is for me what i would like to see is this side winning but also not conceding you know we last season at the emirates we were leaking goals and i think if you if if we take away a lot of our goals, we conceded. You know, we could have made it. Uh, you know, a bit more of a fortress. That being said, you know, we obviously only I think lost maybe it was two games at the Emirates, two, maybe one or, or two at most, if I can remember correctly. But I just think you know that that it's like teams come to the Emirates thinking, you know, we just need, we we can get to goal here where we need to kind
0: of just shut them down. I mean, my main concern was, I mean, I also went to the game, <clears throat> the way I'm feeling today, like, you know, very, very upbeat, very positive. And then I mean, it ended up game way to scrape a uh, uh, injury time you winner. Know? Because I mean, it, it ended up taking up, uh, you know, almost like a silly Gabriel mistake to, to make the game almost like a, a point where to start playing catch up the new game. Well, one down for a long period
1: in the end? yeah i remember that and then, and then i think <laughs> but i mean then again city also scored a 95th minute penalty or something like that against against fulham also when they got them at the at the um at the etihad so you know they're no slouches but i think they've lost a lot of players but the one guy that you told me about so that Paulinho. You know, he's, he's really a good player. I think, you know, he, he should be at, you know, top six
0: side actually because he adds a lot in the middle of the park. Because I just think, like, we used to pass him. It's like, you're going to have to be more slicker and, and, and faster on the tip, like, tip of the game. I just find out football has been, you know, has been now mentioned earlier in the podcast, you know, a bit somewhat off the pace because it's not that that, that real lightning like, fast football that makes it, like, difficult for your opponent to... To cope with
1: the you know the, the level speed that you're playing at yeah i i know it's just there's something not clicking at the moment and i don't know what it is like i said you know i can't point the finger out and say you know it's because of this it's because of this it's just not clicking around two things that's on maybe you know putting him on to do to, to play um you know whether you use him as a false nine or or you swap him and have around and put out up top and and in you know, more central. But I do think Trasad should start, in my opinion. I think he adds a lot to the team. Um, I don't know, but do you think you can drop in Ketia who kind of got one
0: assist and has one goal as well? I just think as a goal threat, whether it's goal threat or creating goals, I think Trasad is actually the one that should be playing. Because I wouldn't mind him you know, rather having Ketia coming on like 15, 20 minutes to go. And your opponent is tired at the back and like, especially the way he does it, backing into people and it's going to really tie us, you know, some people out, some defenders out. And look, they also don't have a ream for today because he got sent off last week. So he's suspended for this game. And I mean, there's also a possibility that Gabriel Jesus could be on the bench today as well.
1: And I assume we're probably going to start um, Chinchenko in left back.
0: I think he should be in our match already because I mean he did look you know somewhat sharp and, and you know was running off the ball running with the ball so I think yeah it does look quite positive in that sense. Uh, what's it now right back yeah uh, I mean I just hope it's like Ben White or something like it because I don't know especially at home I don't think he has to be that uh, I wouldn't say defensive minded but I just think we're not really letting the dogs off the leashes. You know? I think they're still they're chomping at the bit to get loose, but we're still holding them back.
1: I think party is right-back, you know, I don't know, I know he's asked to get into the centre of the park, but if he gets one-on-one with, like, a, a player tank, to, you know, Pacey Winger or something like that, he gets But we'll probably find ourselves in trouble mm-hmm. because he's better suited for, you know, winning battles in the middle of the park, coming up strength for strength against somebody. Not, you know, taking on a guy with a tricky winger with quick feet trying to get past him. So, <clears throat> I don't know, you know, does Arteta, you know, go Ben White right back, Gabriel Saliba, Sinchenko, and then you kind of have party sitting in front of them and Rice bombing forward with maybe Trasad and then going Harvard's um, Saka and Martinelli, but you know, Arteta seems to be like almost Guardiola, where they touch the same players. As Arteta doesn't, you know, make that random changes in between to, to give players rest. And also, you know, I know we've seen Pep of late. I think he hasn't really made subs with his, with his starting yeah. 11.
0: I just think, I mean, Arteta wants to now. Maybe does not He something like we. You know, just the the moment that the opponents are getting used to the way we play or whatever, then he springs the changes. You know, we you almost kinda of caught your pains now. Yeah,
1: I know it's going to be it's going to be an interesting um tussle and I just hope for a good performance, you know. We can <coughs> maybe put ourselves I don't know when the Brightons playing, but maybe we can put ourselves at the top of the log, you know, so
0: the world end will end as champions. And- <laughs> So now we move on to the talking point section. Um, first point that I've got, I have, is, do you think it's fair all this sort of negative criticism? <clears throat> just, no. Do you no. Understand, like this little sort of player he is? I, I don't
1: know. I don't know why the fans are going off you know, so early on. I think it <laughs> due to his Chelsea performances, but it's like in the back end of, his, of the season. But, I mean, if you look at how... Um, how uh, a lot of the other Chelsea players were also performing. I mean, it was, it was a very toxic environment that everybody was in. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. and now he's trying to find his feet because, I you know, I Teta's uh, in him now in his team and he decided he has to play him as a centre midway. I think Ava's is better, closer to the attacking opponents' poles. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I don't find and I actually want him to do well, you know. He seemed like a good, honest player, so I actually, you know, I keep supporting him. You know, I want things to go right for him, actually. Yeah, on your they, side.
0: Huh? yeah, with him, yeah. I'm, I'm quite patient with him because, as I said, I could have also jumped on the bandwagon like the Chelsea fans, but I remember what made him and gave him his name when he was a Cruz and as a, as a, a, a late teen. He also became even captain of the Leverkusen team at one point where he was so young. So, I mean, he showed that sort of leadership abilities and qualities that made him think very highly of him. I think that move, maybe it came too soon for him, for, you know, for him to move to Chelsea before he naturally developed and matured. But, I mean, he looks, he looks the part if he can give us that sort of Leverkusen form that he had, which was uh, fantastic to watch. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Now, just to the next point, is uh, look, Balogun, that deal could be done, or probably over this weekend to Monaco for 40 million. It, it's now, uh, I think all parties are not quite happy with it. And I think the final figure, because look, I told you Arsenal wanted 50 million and they were always going around the 30 something million mark. So I think that within how came down in the middle it was like, you know, 40 is going to be the golden phenom- uh, golden number. And then, of course, also sad news to see Kieran Tierney did also leaving us for. He also said that for the season.
1: Sure. I didn't even see that. When did that happen?
0: It also happened quite early. Yesterday already there was talks and then also, like, all the all parties also happy again. Like, you know, what was needed? Because I, I honestly was thinking he's going to go back to, to Celtic. If, even if it was alone, but to Celtic because... He feels more only, but I think he has a problem He wants to try something different while he can at that age, so I think he's should not, you
1: know, take this opportunity. Sure, that's a, that's a sad move. I mean, it just shows what you know. I think, like Pumitiini was probably one of our best players at the time, and even that season we were chasing top four, and he got injured. It's almost like you know, things fell off the. The mm-hmm. wheels came off, and I mean, he was one of the guys, it's just always, you know, the knight in shining armor. When, and even though we weren't playing the best, so it's quite sad to to, to, to hear of that. And it just shows that just does not want to play with a conventional yeah. left back.
0: I mean, I think we also a <clears throat> yeah, real pretty, I mean, you know, for a fact, I mean, no matter which way or which angle you're going to look at it, you do know So like it's also probably the end of the line for him as an Arsenal awesome player because most of these guys that go on loans how many do they, like you know actually come back and say, look, I'm uh and you know, maybe like a Saliba did something like that, where you come back and go, yeah, okay, this is gonna be my spot. But I mean you just don't see it really happening. I mean you know yeah, like we all know Tierney's character as well, his personality and, and he's like a fighter. So he's not gonna also like say take nonsense of of like say Artatus demons either.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's true. It's, and what, what's your thoughts also now on Pepe, you know, going to probably be with his team now for the season?
0: I don't know. I mean, I heard that now going for like easily a week, but then close to, when was it? Like yesterday, you know, the news started coming out. where well, they still say now they, they still pushing now for deals for him, like to get them out and for Rob Holding as well. So, yeah, but we'll probably see how things out because look, time has also flown by so fast that we now, what was it now? Let me just have a look. It on Friday, the window should be closing, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's the 31st on Thursday, so, when, so when's the window closing?
0: Should be the Friday, I think, the 1st of September or 2nd of September.
1: Sure, so that's... That's it's going to be interesting to see if we can have any more incomings I would like a, 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 another incoming you know another forward maybe I don't know maybe I'm thinking a bit greedy yeah
0: yeah but I mean look at that we still got I don't know why wow, they're gonna get rid of Cedric as well because I even forgot about him but then I remember oh yeah we still got him on the books also because I know all of them all the guys that are supposed supposed um departures they're all turning together training together at the moment now I mean, been kept the player
1: apart from the first team squad. Tchaw. Harsh, it's very harsh. It is harsh. You know, it's... Atatrilla has had a ruthless streak anyway. You can turn on you in a, in a second eh, and you can go from zero to zero real quick.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, you we're know I mean? not there the welcome to the club. and you know? Usually there's a heartwarming... Hug and welcome. And then you think later in the instant you can just snap your neck like a twig and it's all over. Your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have anything else to say before we round off the podcast?
1: No, 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 no. I'm all good. Just looking forward to the game tonight.
0: Yeah. So guys, take care. Enjoy the match later on. Let's hope we get the three points and enjoy the football weekend. Bye. Enjoy, guys.